from News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. This is Texas News Radio. I'm Dennis Foldy. Coming up, the nation honors and celebrates those who have served the country on Veterans Day. Britain's Prime Minister shares details of his phone call with Joe Biden. I'm Vicki Barker in London. Governor Greg Abbott says coronavirus vaccines could be made available to Texans in a few weeks. And you have insurance on your car and your home. Now there's insurance for your Thanksgiving turkey. This is Texas News Radio. KTSA AccuWeather. Cloudy tonight, low 54 in the hill country to 64 along the Riverwalk. Sunshine and clouds Thursday, high 84. Tomorrow night, low 64 and a shower in spots Friday morning, otherwise clouds high 81. This is Andy Robb with your KTSA Stevens Roofing AccuWeather forecast. This is Texas News Radio. President Donald Trump marked Veterans Day with a wreath laying at Arlington National Cemetery. Free dead all! The solemn ceremony took place in a steady rain. President Trump walked up to a wreath positioned in front of the tomb of the unknown soldier. He briefly placed his right hand on the wreath, gave a sharp salute, and paused for a moment of silence and the playing of taps. It was the president's first public appearance in nearly a week and will likely serve as one of the last official ceremonial acts of his term. That's CBS's Stephen Portnoy. With Republican Dan Sullivan now the projected winner of Alaska Senate election, the GOP has 50 seats, and the best-case scenario for Democrats if they win both Georgia runoff elections is a tied Senate with Vice President-elect Kamala Harris casting the deciding vote. Joe Biden is going to go into the White House and work with Republicans who, up until now, days after this election has been called, they still haven't recognized him as the legitimate president-elect. So that's going to be a difficult position he'll be in. When he was asked about that yesterday, he sort of pivoted talked and talked about the urgency in coming together to produce a coronavirus relief package for Americans who are struggling during this pandemic right now. He also said he looks forward to negotiating with uh, the uh, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell on installing his cabinet members. So he clearly understands he has a hard road ahead. That's ABC's Faith Abube in Wilmington, Delaware. With the number of COVID-19 cases climbing in Texas, the governor says help could be on the way soon. Governor Greg Abbott tells KTSA's Warren Rima that the state is ready to distribute the potential vaccine from Pfizer that was announced earlier this week. That vaccine will be distributed across the state of Texas as soon as a couple of weeks from now. And now there's word another vaccine is on the horizon. Additionally, later on this month, there's likely to be another vaccine approved by Moderna uh, that will also allow us to distribute it across the state of Texas. Abbott says the FDA has approved treatments for COVID-19 from Eli Lilly that is similar to the treatment received by President Trump when he was diagnosed with coronavirus. Don Morgan, KTSA News. A man in his 30s is recovering from a gunshot wound he received during an argument over a parking spot. San Antonio police were called uh, to the 2400 block of Oak Hill on the northwest side of the city at around 7 o'clock at night. That's where an argument started when a man showed up at his apartment and saw someone was parked in his spot. The disagreement escalated when the resident was shot in the knee. The shooter, said to be a Latino man in a black car, took off and police are still looking for him. The victim was taken to University Hospital. He's expected to make a full recovery. The pressure is on when cooking the Thanksgiving turkey, but uh, what if that bird came with an insurance policy? A lot of Americans have a change of plans with the coronavirus. Smaller gatherings mean some are cooking a turkey for the first time. 
That's not easy. And what if it doesn't go well? Progressive is teaming up with Whole Foods Market to offer the turkey protection plan. I have to buy your bird from Whole Foods before November 22nd. And if you undercook or overcook it over the holiday, you can file a claim and get a $35 Whole Foods gift card. Enjoy the culinary confidence of knowing that your bird is covered. The first thousand claims are eligible. That's a lot of dry turkey. Jennifer Brown, CBS News. This is Texas News Radio. KTSA Money News. From ABC News, Wall Street now. Another rally for the markets, and this time big tech, which had been on the sidelines lately, is joining in. The Nasdaq soared 232 points. The S&P 500 closed up 27. The Dow was lower for the day, though, off 23. Enthusiasm about the economy's possible return to normal sparked stocks this week following encouraging but incomplete data on a potential coronavirus vaccine. And that's pushed investors to shift out of the old winners of the stay-at-home economy and into stocks which have been beaten down by the pandemic. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration is investigating complaints that the rear suspensions on older Cadillac SUVs can fail, causing drivers to lose control and possibly crash. The probe covers almost 350,000 SUVs from 2010 through 2015. McRib, the fast food sandwich, which went viral before viral really was a thing, is back. McDonald's is going to add it to its menu starting December 2nd for a limited time. Daria Albinger, ABC News. From News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071, this is Texas News Radio. Britain's Prime Minister has been sharing details of this week's phone call with President-elect Joe Biden. Boris Johnson says it's no secret he's gotten along just great with President Trump, but he suggests he'll get on even better with Joe Biden. It was a kind of return to the, the, the kind of business that we're used to doing together. That business, Johnson says, includes sticking up for the environment and for democracy around the world and furthering NATO, the transatlantic treaty alliance which President Trump has so often and so publicly derided. Vicky Barr. CBS News, London. A second COVID-19 vaccine candidate that's been working its way through clinical trials is now nearing federal review. Moderna says it's now reached a threshold that will allow them to see how effective their vaccine candidate is. No data is being released yet, but it will be sent to the Independent Data Safety Monitoring Board for analysis and recommendation. Moderna's timeline is to expect data on the vaccine's efficacy in the middle of this month and safety data in the latter half. From there, it could begin seeking FDA approval. This comes on the heels of Pfizer announcing this week that its vaccine candidate is more than 90 percent effective in preventing COVID-19. Mark Remillard, ABC News. A bad situation has gotten considerably worse in El Paso, where COVID-19 cases have risen 152 percent over the past month. El Paso County has ordered all non-essential businesses to shut down for two weeks to prevent a further spread of coronavirus. In response, a group of restaurant owners has filed suit, and Texas pro-business governor and attorney general have sided with the restaurants, saying the county overstepped its authority. Meanwhile, the El Paso City Council has passed an ordinance coughing or sneezing on another person could bring an assault charge. Jim Ryan, ABC News. The mayor of San Antonio's COVID-19 test results are in. Just hours after announcing he's in self-quarantine, Mayor Ron Nirenberg went on social media last night with the news that his COVID-19 test results are negative. However, he will continue to self-quarantine for two weeks. Nirenberg was exposed to someone who has tested positive for the virus, but he was wearing a mask 
and he's urging others to continue wearing face coverings and observing social distancing. Elizabeth Ruiz. KTSA News. An arrest has been made in the fatal shooting of a Houston police sergeant. Houston Police Chief Art Acevedo says the suspect was detained without any incident Tuesday afternoon on Interstate 10 in West Houston. 24-year-old Robert Salise is accused in a warrant of murder in the Monday slaying of Police Sergeant Sean Rios. Rios was fatally shot Monday while driving to work on Interstate 45 in North Houston. He was the second Houston police officer to be killed in the past three weeks and the fourth since December. This is Texas News Radio. I'm James Pledger, and in college football news, Saturday's game between the Aggies and Volunteers has been postponed due to COVID-19 and is rescheduled for December 12th. Aggies head coach Jimbo Fisher said in a statement, quote, first and foremost is the health and safety of our players and our football program. I would never jeopardize their well-being, and we will continue to follow all protocols. Our football team roster has fallen below the SEC threshold in order to compete this week due to two players testing positive for COVID, the contact tracing associated with the road trip to go along with the players who have opted out and who are injured. We'll look forward to getting back out there because our football team has been practicing and playing well, end quote. It's the fourth SEC game to get postponed this week, joining Alabama LSU, Mississippi State Auburn, and now Georgia Missouri. In the NFL, the league passed two new protocols. The first is a contingency plan that will expand the playoff format to eight teams in each conference if games are missed due to COVID. The other was to incentivize teams for the development of coaches and executives of color with draft picks. According to the new rule, any team that loses a minority coach or executive that has been with the team for at least two years to another team which hires them to be a head coach or general manager, then the team that loses those would then be rewarded with two third-round compensatory picks that would come in consecutive years. I'm James Pletcher for ESPN San Antonio. All news, all for Texas. This is Texas News Radio. I'm Dennis Foley. Coming up, the governor says a coronavirus vaccine could be available to Texans in just a few weeks. The nation honors the veterans who have served to protect the United States and the armed forces. NASDAQ could be considering a move from the New York City area to Texas. Some of those popular Amazon Ring video doorbells are now the focus of a recall. I'm Derek Dennis, ABC News, the story coming up. This is Texas News Radio. This is Texas News Radio. A salute and a thank you to veterans from the commander of Joint Base San Antonio at a ceremony in shirts. We can never fully repay our debt in gratitude of the hundreds of thousands that have died in combat or the millions that have been injured or wounded. Brigadier General Caroline Miller was the keynote speaker. We can say thank you to the 18 million veterans still living today. She's the commander of the 502nd Air Base Wing and Joint Base San Antonio. There is no threat we cannot meet and no challenge so great that we cannot overcome. The ceremony was sponsored by the Shirts-Cibolo Selma Chamber of Commerce. Elizabeth Ruiz, KTSA News. New milestones being reached in the COVID-19 pandemic as cases rise in every state and soar in some areas. In Texas, where mobile morgues and field hospitals have been brought into El Paso, the state has become the first to surpass one million COVID-19 infections, according to Johns Hopkins University. 
If Texas were its own country, it would be in the top 10 countries around the world for cases. And California isn't far behind. It's just shy of 1 million cases and 18,000 deaths from COVID-19 with a population of 40 million. Alex Stone, EBC News. Texas Governor Greg Abbott tells KTSA's Ware and Ryman that the state is ready to distribute the potential vaccine from Pfizer that was announced earlier this week. That vaccine will be distributed across the state of Texas as soon as a couple of weeks from now. And now there's word that another vaccine is on the horizon. This one is from Moderna, and Abbott says they have a plan to distribute that across the state as soon as that drug is approved. A businessman from Cibolo has been indicted for wire fraud involving online gun sales. The federal grand jury charged 44-year-old William Badberg with a dozen counts of wire fraud. Badberg is the owner of bulletproof arms and shirts. The indictment says he advertised guns for sale on his website but didn't deliver after customers paid for them. Monday, Homeland Security agents raided the gun shop and arrested Badberg at his home. If he's convicted, Badberg could serve up to 20 years for each count of wire fraud. A woman went this far to get some free food from her favorite favorite fast food joint. Police in Georgia say Kimberly Ragsdale posed as an FBI agent just so she could get a free meal from Chick-fil-A. It happened last week at a restaurant outside Atlanta. An employee called 911 saying a woman in a white van was identifying themselves as a federal agent to try and get free food. The 47-year-old was approached by police and even told them she was an agent but did not have credentials on her. After being handcuffed, police say Ragsdale even began talking into her shirt as if it was a radio asking for backup. Matt Piper, CBS News. This is Texas News Radio. From ABC News Tech Trends, I'm Alex Stone. The first Apple computers to use the company's new M1 processor have arrived. The new MacBook Pro, MacBook Air, and Mac Mini are getting some major under-the-hood upgrades, says 9to5 lead editor Zach Hall. This is the, the, the Mac transition from Intel chips to Apple Silicon based on ARM processors, the same type of chips that Apple's used in iPhones and iPads. The new chip means a better battery life, plus... Way faster performance because Apple controls everything on their chip, and it's a system on the chip now um, where everything is like, super modern. And then there's um, also the ability to run iPhone and iPad apps on the Mac. He says a change means Apple's computers will get more regular updates as well. So basically any performance update that you get with the iPhone every year or the iPad every year where there, there's big changes in terms of the speed and computationally what you can do with it, those same changes will now apply to the Mac for the first time. With Tech Trends, I'm Alex Stone, ABC News. From News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071, this is Texas News Radio. Today, the U.S. honors our nation's veterans. President Trump and President-elect Joe Biden both mark Veterans Day with somber events. The president made a visit to Arlington National Cemetery, where he laid a wreath at the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier during a steady rainfall. Biden visited the Korean War Memorial in Philadelphia. The former vice president, whose deceased son Bo served in the military, said in a statement to the nation's veterans, quote, I will never treat you or your families with anything less than the honor you deserve. Karen Travers, ABC News. 
Washington. Wearing a mask is not only good for your health, but apparently also the economy. The Centers for Disease Control updating guidance on masks. The agency saying wearing one doubles as personal protection and source control, adding that the benefit increases when a community wears masks. The CDC says wearing a mask combined with social distancing, hand washing and proper ventilation can help prevent a future lockdown. As for the economy, an analysis of data found that increasing universal mask use by just 15 percent could avoid one trillion dollars in losses or about five percent of gross domestic product. Lionel Moyes, ABC News. NASDAQ may be the next business to flee to Texas to escape a high tax state. Texas Governor Greg Abbott and other governors met with NASDAQ officials yesterday, apparently to discuss a potential move. The exchange is struggling with high taxes in New York as well as New Jersey, where state officials may impose a fee on data transactions. NASDAQ is the world's second largest stock exchange after the New York Stock Exchange. Fifteen lawmakers in Hong Kong are stepping down after four of their colleagues were removed from office by China's communist government. Hong Kong's pro-democracy lawmakers announced they will resign en masse in defiance of a move today by the city's government to disqualify four pro-democracy legislators. The expulsion came after Beijing passed a resolution allowing the local government to disqualify politicians considered unpatriotic. Critics say Beijing is reneging on the one-country, two-systems framework, which is still meant to be in place until 2047. But Beijing sees the latest clampdown as necessary to stop the unrest that gripped the city last year. Britt Clenet, ABC News, Hong Kong. A recall for some of those popular Amazon Ring video doorbells. 350,000 of the Ring doorbell devices are being pulled from store shelves because they can overheat and possibly ignite. Manufacturer Amazon says the problem is with the second generation Ring video models when incorrect screws are used for installation. The devices were sold online and in stores from June to October this year and have a blue ring on the front and either black and silver or black and bronze in color. At least 23 incidents have been reported so far, causing just minor property damage and minor burns. Derek Dennis, ABC News. This is Texas News Radio. This year, the holidays just won't be the same. The agency is now specifically discouraging the tradition. What does Thanksgiving look like? When you go into the fall and the winter, you tend to be indoors. When you're indoors, it becomes more problematic. Stay connected for the latest. News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. The news never stops. This is Texas News Radio. I'm Dennis Foldy. Coming up, a terrifying rise in COVID cases in El Paso, Texas. I'm ABC's Jim Ryan. The story is coming up. The lawsuits continue in several states over their handling of the presidential election. Former President Barack Obama will be doing his first interviews since the 2020 election this weekend. If Hitchcock's thriller The Birds scared you, you may not want to hear what British researchers have discovered. I'm Vicki Barker in London. This is Texas News Radio from News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. This is Texas News Radio. The commander of Joint Base San Antonio says we can never express enough gratitude to those who have served our country. General Caroline Miller, commander of the 502nd Air Base Wing and Joint Base San Antonio, was a keynote speaker at a Veterans Day ceremony in shirts. You are the backbone of our liberty. We are indebted to all of you. We owe you our very way of life, including freedom to live 
work, and raise our families in a free nation. State Senator Donna Campbell thanked the Shirt Cibolo Selma Chamber of Commerce for organizing the Veterans Day ceremony every year. Elizabeth Ruiz, KTSA News. The COVID situation in El Paso is beyond desperate. From last month to this, the daily coronavirus case count has risen 152 percent. For non-COVID patients, the strain on the health care system is life-threatening. The minute they have a minor injury and they go to a hospital, they're not going to be able to, to be attended properly. Ricardo Samaniego is El Paso's county executive. He says adding hospital beds at this point is futile. The morgues is now more critical than the hospitals. Six freezer trucks have been brought in to hold the bodies of COVID patients. Four more will arrive by week's end. The morgue is full. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Barack Obama could make some news this weekend when he talks with CBS. Former President Barack Obama will talk exclusively with CBS News in his first interviews following the 2020 presidential election. CBS This Morning co-host Gail King will interview Mr. Obama for CBS Sunday Morning, and Scott Pelley will talk with the former president for 60 minutes. The interviews also mark the launch of his new book, A Promised Land, which will be released November 17th and feature his thoughts on his own political ascent and presidency. The interviews air this Sunday. Matt Piper, CBS News. Bucky's will soon open its first location in Georgia. The massive convenience store will open on Interstate 75 in the town of Warner Robins on the main route between Florida and Atlanta. The new location and its 116 gas pumps will be open for business a week from uh, Wednesday, next Wednesday. It will be the Lake Jackson-based company's 39th store. All the other stores are in Texas, except for one in Alabama. Uh, Bucky's is scheduled to open in Daytona Beach, Florida, early next year. A new study raises questions about the benefits of multivitamins. For a lot of us, a multivitamin is a way to start the day. In fact, one a day is the women's multivitamin. A federally funded study found people who take them regularly self-reported 30% better overall health. But new Harvard research finds zero actual health differences between people who take them and those who don't. Looking at medical histories of more than 20,000 people without known vitamin or mineral deficiencies. A supplement trade group says multivitamins do combat insufficient nutrient levels, and you should talk to your doctor. Steve Kafen, CBS News. This is Texas News Radio. ABC Entertainment News. Britney Spears' father, Jamie, will remain as co-conservator of her estate. That ruling from a judge who decided not to suspend Jamie's control, which he's had since Britney's 2008 mental health issues. Britney's lawyer said in court that the 38-year-old singer is afraid of her father, the two don't talk anymore, and that she won't perform as long as her dad is in charge of her career. The ongoing legal battle has sparked the hashtag Free Britney movement among fans who feel that the pop star is trapped by her conservatorship. Actor John Voight not happy with the results of the election, calling the legal challenges by President Trump. The battle of righteousness versus Satan. Yes, Satan. Because these leftists are evil. In a video on Twitter, Voight said with no proof that it's a disgusting lie that Biden won the presidency. Bonjour. Bonjour. Netflix has renewed its new series, Emily in Paris, for season two. And actress Demi Moore's 58 Wednesday. Jason Nathanson, ABC News, Hollywood. This is Texas News Radio from 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Despite a 50,000 vote lead for President-elect Joe Biden in Pennsylvania and a nearly 150,000 vote lead for him in Michigan, President Donald Trump continues filing federal lawsuits to prevent the certification of those counts. The outgoing president and his allies have spent the past several days making insistent fundraising appeals to supporters. As of yesterday, the fine print in those appeals said 60 cents of every donated dollar 
would go toward paying off the Trump campaign's debts. Just how much debt the campaign has accrued won't become clear until federal filings are submitted early next month. CBS News has learned all Trump campaign staffers are on contracts that expire early next week. That's CBS's Stephen Portnoy. Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick is offering a million dollars in rewards to people who find evidence of voter fraud. Patrick announced the plan Tuesday, saying those who come forward with information leading to an arrest and conviction will get at least $25,000. The Republican says he wants all legal votes counted and says President Donald Trump is correct in claiming Democratic fraud was a factor in the recent election. There's a cold truth about the potential COVID vaccine that's been in the news this week. If Pfizer's promising vaccine is approved, there are potential issues. It has to be stored at minus 94 degrees Fahrenheit. New Jersey Health Commissioner Judith Persichelli says that means the shots will have to be given in hospitals that could be already swamped by COVID. My biggest fear is that we're dealing with a surge at the same time that we're trying to vaccinate. Ultra-cold freezers can cost more than $10,000 each, and some fear that could put rural hospitals in a bind and keep them out of the vaccine loop. Steve Kathan, CBS News. Meanwhile, airlines are working to convince travelers it is safe to fly amid rising COVID-19 rates nationally. United now announcing it's disinfecting 35 of its busiest airport terminals with electrostatic spraying. The spraying is a few times a week right now, and the plan is for it to be nightly by early December. United says it's using a Clorox system to disinfect its ticketing lobbies, terminals, gates, and employee spaces. Airports are already cleaning, but only some have been doing electrostatic spraying. Alex Stone, EBC News. If Alfred Hitchcock's 1963 thriller, The Bird, scared the pants off you, you may not want to hear what British researchers have discovered. In Hitchcock's The Birds, terrified schoolchildren flee a murderous avian attack. Well, guess what Bristol University's Anouk Spelt has learned about the local seagulls? They know when are um, break times at specific schools. And they perch outside ahead of time. And the moment that the bell sounds and all the kids come out, they start flying around searching for food scraps and they know exactly when to hit. The gulls know enough not to show up on weekends. What the researchers don't know is how on earth they know that. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. This is Texas News Radio. KTSA AccuWeather. Partly cloudy for tonight, low 54 in the hill country to 64 along the Riverwalk. Thursday, sunshine and some clouds, high 84. Tomorrow night, clouds, low 64. And for Friday, cloudy, high 81. This is Andy Robb with your KTSA Stevens Roofing AccuWeather Forecast.